Welcome to the Call by God podcast with Rotten Sanat, Adney Godin, and myself, Nixon Sylvain. This show is about dialogues of biblical characters and testimonies of Christians who submitted to the will of God. Each week, we'll bring on one guest so that they can share their story of how they were called by God. I hope this show inspires you. Enjoy. Hello, world, and welcome to the Call by God podcast. I'm yours truly, Nixon Sylvain, and I'm with Rodson Sanat and Adney Godin. Hello, family. How y'all doing on this blessed day? Good morning. Good morning. I am blessed. I, the, I'm waking up and I'm saying I'm blessed because God uh, allowed me to see another day. So I'm really excited to be here and talk about this biblical character. Amen. Yes, yes. And uh, same for me, uh, Rise World. Uh, so you have another opportunity to hear uh, the divine episode of how we would dive into biblical characters and bring you some enlightenment and most importantly, make it practical for you. So we're excited for today. Amen. Amen. So today we're going to talk about Lamech. Lamech. We're going to explore through the verses and make an effort to identify uh, Lamech's uh, purpose. We're also going to talk about his deeds, which we believe um, was not pleasing unto God. So before I dive into the scriptures, we'll be covering uh, Genesis uh, chapter four, um, verses 19 through 24. And uh, we'll be again, like I alluded to, we'll be talking about Lamech and Lamech uh, taught means um, striker and wild man. So that kind of like gives us an idea what we're going to talk about. So I'm excited about this. So without further ado, let me just go ahead and dive into the text. And our text of focus is 19 verses 19 and verses 23 and 24. Everything in between is really talking about Lamech's, you know, wife and his children. So let me dive in right into the text. So, uh, and Lamech took for himself two wives. The name of the one was Ada and the name of the other, Zela. So I'm going to stop right there. I want y'all, y'all can take turns. I don't know who's going to go first and kind of explain to me what's going on here. So pretty much what we see here is uh, Lamech, a descendant of Cain. We know that Cain uh, was the second individual who is continuing the curse. He wasn't the one that started it because his parents of course have was disobedience to God so Cain continue in the curse and then we see Lamech his great grandson is perpetuating the curse so Cain went from one extreme where Lamech is now going to um he's going down a perpetuating behavior where he's now opened the door to another extreme of taking two wives instead of one. So that right there, it shows where boyfriend, uh, it's not really a boyfriend in a sense, but it's in a sense where a girlfriend actually and a wife, because you can't have two wives for some reason. So I think that's where we see in modern day in practical term where a man can exploit a woman by claiming her to be his wife, but God would only acknowledge one. Because his parents was obedient enough to have one. His, his great-grandfather was obedient enough to have one. 
but he decided that he was going to do it according to his way as we see what happened when God is no longer present. Rod, that was so good. That was so deep. Um, to think about Lamech is to think, think about greed. Think about selfishness. Um, and when I say that, I'm like, okay, so one woman wasn't enough for you. I'm talking on, on a mindset of a woman. Y'all know that, right? Like one woman wasn't enough for you. You had to take on another another wife, like for real. All right. And then secondly, you see no reverence, no fear of God whatsoever in that story. Because his his dad, you know, God said, um, that's why a husband, a man should leave his wife and his, I mean, his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, not wives. And to see him take on two wives, that's just like... You have no respect for what God created and designed. You have no respect for what God is asking us to do as human beings. And I feel bad for one of his wives because it's like, what time, what, you know, what energy is really poured into her? And and that's what I got out of the, out of that verse. <laughs> amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Addie. But this is what I can say about verse number 19. Um, it's one of the things that stuck out to me when it says, and Lamech took. So maybe perhaps he was a little bit aggressive because, you know, when I looked at the word took, it means to be, you know, taken or to take or to brought or even to, you know, stole, you know, so that, that shows some kind of uh, aggression uh, right there. And, and you guys touch on so many good points. And this is the first time in the Bible where a polygamy is mentioned. And a polygamist or polygamy uh, means the practice um, or custom of having more than one wife or husband. Because some, you know, women believe that they could have a lot of husbands. <laughs> so husband at the same time. So we see here Lamech, it's pretty much doing things outside of what was uh, given to Adam. So God gave Adam one wife. And here, this is the danger of sin, because now that we're going on this downhill spiral, uh, which is called sin, uh, Lamech is now exercising his free will instead of God's will, because God never commanded uh, Lamech uh, to have uh, two wives. You know, since God is the creator, God gave Adam one wife. And you'll think that he'll follow that same that same path, but he took the other path, as in his great 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 grandfather. So I'm gonna just go ahead and continue to read in verse number twenty uh, and twenty two. This is pretty much highlighting his family, and then we're just gonna dive into twenty three twenty four, which will be our focus text. So, um, twenty. So Ada gave uh, birth uh, to Jabal, and he became the father of those who lived in tents. And have cattle and raise livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He became the father of all those who played the lyre and flute. Zillah gave birth to Tuba Cain, the smith and teacher of every artisan in instruments of bronze and iron. The sister of Tuba Cain was Nama. Okay, now, so these are our key texts, but we're going to focus on. Lamech said to his wives, Ada and Zillah, hear my voice, you wives of Lamech. Listen to what I say. 
for I have killed a man for wounding me and a boy for striking me. If Cain is avenged sevenfold, as the Lord said he would be, then Lamech will be avenged uh, 77-fold. Which one of y'all want to give an explanation of what's going on in the text? This is a very profound uh, textual uh, uh, scene because let's, let's actually put ourselves in that time, because that's the way we're going to understand the culture. We know this is most of this is taking place in Africa and in a village. This is not like in modern time here in the States. And so, you know, it's a very small community because everyone is very in tune with everyone. You know, you go to the same brink to get the water, the food, the market, you grow everything right there in the, in the grass. So <clears throat> he took two wives. No regard of courtship, fasting, praying. We don't see anything spiritual significantly here about Lamech. And most importantly, here is a man who is murdered on an adult and a child. So if he can do that and then go home and pour into his two significant others, so he claimed, because it's a claim, doesn't necessarily mean it's a rifle in the eyes of the creator, which is a false claim. He poured these contamination into their minds, which is violent. And clearly the two women have low self-esteem. They have no sense of guidance. So you can see even where they, the house they came from was dysfunctional and discombobulated. Why? Because they have agreed to accept one man who is not only killing a child and another adult and come home to brag and boast about it and they accept it. So there has been a disconnect not only with, with Lamech but also his two wives. So here is a place where sin has taken a, a turn that humans no longer have regard for not only the creator but even for one another because he's passing down poison and I'm and, and I'm, I'm almost to the point I'm afraid to see how they raise up their children. You know, because he is his heart is no longer there. This is this is a whole blooded individual. If you enjoy podcasts like myself and you're seeking a podcast host, look no other than Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout gets your show listed on every major platform. You get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites. Detail analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episode, and more. Podcast isn't hard when you have the right partners on your side. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you. Get you a $20, $20 Amazon gift card. If you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show. Thank you. As I listen to you, Brother Rob, break this down, I bring it to the modern, the modern day. So when we think about Hitler, when we think about um, Donald Trump, when we think about men in the past who wore sheets over their heads and killed 
black people because of the color of their skin, I, I ask myself, is that the spirit that was residing in them, the spirit of Lamech, the spirit that says, I know God, but I, I do not fear God. Because if we actually think about it, we are all created in God in, in God's image. No matter what color, shape, creed we are, we are all created in God's image. And for Lamech to said, I killed a man and a boy. Like he was bragging about it. Like, and on top of that, anybody try and kill me, they're going to get seven times. The <laughs> I'm like, you don't even have a relationship with God, but yet you're putting this claim on yourself. Like, God is not even in the picture. We haven't heard you speak about God not once. So when we look at these these um, different entities in this world right now, I, I have to ask myself, when did the spirit of Lamech literally permeate so much in people that they don't even recognize that even though they claim God, they have no God in them whatsoever. And that's what I really wanted to share. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for making it midway through this episode. We want to take a moment to sincerely thank each and every one of you who have been supporting our show. Your encouragement and positive feedback mean the world to us. We want to continue to bring you inspiring and thought-provoking content each week, and that's where we need your help. We kindly ask you to support our podcast by clicking on the link provided in the description below. Your support will enable us to grow, reach a wider audience, and continue to produce the quality content you enjoy. We truly appreciate your support and value your contribution to the Call by God podcast. Together, let's inspire and uplift others in their faith journey. Thank you once again for your continued support, and we look forward to bringing you more enlightening episodes in the future. God bless. Yeah, that's uh, that's well said, and and for me, um, you know what what I think about these, uh, especially verse uh, twenty four, uh, when he says, "If Cain," so when he says when he says, "If Cain." He's talking about his great, great, great grandfather. I hope I said all the greats right. Great, 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 great grandfather. So there had, there had to be some dialogue and discussion about the history of Cain, you know, because the last time I checked, I'm sure they probably kept accurate records to like, hey, these were your ancestors. This is what they did. This is what they didn't do. And this is how they got punished. So they had to know something that Cain was uh, cursed by God. So we know that Cain was cursed by God because we read that in the, uh, the few uh, verses leading onto this passage. So God cursed Cain and Cain was a fugitive and a vagabond. But through God's sovereignty and God's grace and mercy, God also set a protective mark on Cain so that no one would find him or kill him. So that's God's sovereignty. So perhaps Lamech was looking at this and saying like, okay, so uh, Cain killed his brother, but yet God was still sovereign to him. It's kind of like what Rod alluded to a while back. He was like, you know, even despite, you know, Cain's downfall, God was still speaking to him. God was still extending mercy and grace onto him, despite of what he did to his brother. It was dead wrong, but, you know, God was still trying to, you know, extend to him mercy 
But because of Cain Harden's heart, you know, of course, he went on a downhill spiral. So even Lamech, so he's taking pride of that, that, hey, now that I've killed two men, not two men, but a man and a boy, maybe, maybe perhaps God would give me a, a double protection. So I'm going to leave it as that. Maybe y'all want to add on to it, but I got more to say, but I want to give somebody an opportunity to kind of like explore. But I want to, Rod, I want to say this. Um, Rod, do you have anything that, that would be more relevant and practical? What's going on? Um, what we just read that, that you could relate to our listeners? Like, how does this apply to them? This, this is actually uh, what we see has been televised of the brainwashing of making it okay for, for men to have multiple women. Because um, one of the movies which goes back to our origin, and I've been recently watching it, not from a comedian perspective, but the origin of it. Coming to America significantly shows Eddie Murphy back home in Africa being king and having the opportunity to have, uh, you know, servants. Women were serving him, but the, the culture and the tradition was he would only could have one wife. So this is the closest we can get to the actual uh, history because we know that this was actually our custom. This was our upbringing. This was us. We literally had power to, to speak into the universe and, 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 and God would move. So today you see him go to, you see him go to come to America and he seeketh one wife. But watch this, all sinning, his right-hand man seeketh multiple women. So for, the, for those who are, you know, practical today, you see that Eddie Murphy was well-raised, well-groomed as king. And his father and his mother raised him so well, where they said, you, he said, you can have so your royal oats. In other words, you can courtship, but when it comes to the covenant, you're supposed to have one. All sinny wanted to have multiple. So the dysfunctionalism in that movie, there's a message there where we push, we promote uh, Lamech more than we promote the actual custom of Adam and Eve. That is the greatest problem in society today where people say things like marriage is just a piece of paper. Mm, mm, mm. That's some good stuff. Adney? I, I hate when people say that, that marriage is just a piece of paper. Because when I think about marriage as a single person, and I've been having this conversation with a lot of single um, brothers and sisters, and I said, do you realize that we are the bride of Christ? Before I can take on another human being as my husband, I have to have a relationship with my spiritual husband, which is the Lord. Am I a wife to God before I can be a wife to a, to a man in the flesh? So when I think about Lamech, Lamech didn't even understand how to be a wife to God. And most people are like, ew, that sounds so gay. No, no. Because when we're in a relationship with the Lord, when we are intimate with God and he's transforming us, that's a deeper, you know, relationship. That's a relationship that we've, we've really gotten to a place where God, where we reside in the spiritual realm with him, where we read our word, but there are certain nuggets God drops in our spirit 
that's not even in the word of God because he created us. There are certain things in us that he wants us to know. We have to connect with him to receive that message and to see Lamech be so um, boisterous and just nasty and negative. How could he even get the message that God had for him? Of course, he was only going to be this evil tyrant, like because that's what that's what I see, and that's what I was studying yesterday. Is that Lamech was a tyrant, and and I and I think I gave y'all the definition of tyrant yesterday. It says a cruel and oppressive ruler, and when we think about those things, we have to realize that spirit cannot reside in us. Those are spirits that we really truly need to kill. And that's what I wanted to share. Amen. Um, I would say this, um, you know, and, and this is the danger of, of sin, right? And, and again, when sin entered into the world through a disobedience of, of Adam and, and Eve, um, this is what God wanted to protect us from. You know, because we know that the wages of of sin is death, because when it comes with sin, sin multiplies. So one lie turns into another lie and that lie turns into another lie. And we could see, you know, uh, Lamech, you know, his attitude, he go from boasting, from boasting, well, Let's go further up. He goes to be a polygamist, a polygamy. That's one. And number two, to boasting. Number three, into killing a man. And, and I think there's pride and arrogance all up in that. And on top of that, he's playing with God. So how can you, how can you kill a man, but yet at the same breath call out God? So it goes to show you the danger of sin. So God being the parent and we're being the children. God knows what's best for his children. And that's why he wanted to protect us from sin itself. And this is the reason why he came down. Jesus Christ, Yahweh, the Messiah, he came down. He was here on earth over 2000 years ago. He walked the earth. He was sacrificed. He was buried and he, he rose on the third day just so we could have life and life in, in that we could reign with him. So I would say this in closing, um, and I'm going to start with Rod and, and Adney. You could add on to this. What do you believe was Lamech's purpose? Lamech was a manifestation of perpetuation. Perpetuation. And I say that because his, like I said, his brother was, his great-great-grandfather was continuation. He's perpetuation. That means he's gone in a rate where it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse because he is taking it to a whole nother level. A whole nother level. And I think this is where like abortion comes in because for Adai and Zalah, I think this was abandonment, child abandonment for my mom because those girls are disconnected as well. You know? So there's a, like you said, there's a lot to unpack, but you, this is one word, perpetuation or the wounded child. I say Lamech's purpose is to teach us what not to do. And that is completely detached from God. That is for us to um, stay connected, always seeking God, 
for answers, um, for direction, for leadership, to really tap into God and sit at his feet always and not to do what Lamech did and do things in our own strength. Yes, God has given us the freedom of choice and we can do whatever, but we have to think about there are some choices and some decisions that we make that are going to have some significant consequences. I don't want some of those consequences, so I'd rather sit at the Lord's feet. (laughs) That's what I wanted to say. Amen. So when I look at Lamech, um, I look at um, a a generational type curse um, because he came from the lineage of Cain. So I would say this, beware of generational curses. So Lamech, he could have flipped the script because we could come from a corrupt background. But as long as we put our trust in our God, Jesus Christ, then we'll be all right. So, okay, world. So I would say that's it. Um, I don't believe we have anything else, but this was a great dialogue. Just having a great discussion about Lamech. You've heard it. There was more, but we figured that we'll compact it in just uh, 20, 20 to 30 minutes. Well, that's it, world. We ask that you continue to support, to support our podcast. Just go ahead and look in the show notes and uh, click on the link um, where it says, buy me a coffee if you can to support so we could just continue to bring great content into you guys. Um, until then, it was a blessing being with you, Rod and Adney. We'll see you guys next time. And remember that Jesus Christ is King. Be blessed. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized. You will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow, because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.